0: Well, howdy, y'all. You've heard me tell it, and I'm going to tell it again. This episode is brought to you by Cosmetic, the topical CBD company. Start your 2021 off right by taking care of your skin. Our partners at Cosmetic are bringing you the highest quality CBD skin and body care products out there. Cosmetic's Hemp Pain Cream is my favorite. That stuff's amazing for achy muscles, arthritic joints. It's borderline magic, guys. Check out all their products at causemedicated.com. That's C-A-U-S-E medicated.com and get 2021 started off right. Use the promo code SOS20, that's sos two zero at checkout at Cosmedicated.com and you get 20% off of your entire order. You can't beat it. It's a hell of a deal. All right, let's do this podcast. Welcome in, y'all. South of Scruffy Podcast. My name is Ben Fields. This is my podcast. Glad you guys are here. Thank you to all the patrons on Patreon who uh, continue to support this thing. Keep the lights on here in the shop. You can become one of those patrons. And uh, you can get some of our extra content that we put out there, as well as uh, some early access to some of our video podcasts that we do. Uh, but more than anything, it's just really a way that you can support us, and uh, and we appreciate it so much. All the people that do it, thank you all. If you go to patreon.com slash South of Scruffy and support us, we appreciate that a lot. Thank you guys for doing that. I've got Sammy McAteer on the show today. Sammy's a talent buyer, live stream programmer, and uh, the promoter over at Open Chord in Knoxville. Open Chord is a live music venue and music shop. Sammy's doing the thing over there by creating an awesome space and an awesome stage and an awesome venue supports the music scene around here and also helps give another stage for the artists that we all love to go have a solid place to get out and gig during all this. And they live stream a lot of it. So check them out. Open Chord. Uh, they did some incredible live streamed events over the holidays that supported the School of Rock here in town run by our buddy Greg Franklin. Me and Sammy got into that a little bit. And uh, those live streams also benefited East Tennessee Children's Hospital. So that's two great causes that they took care of during the holidays uh, that benefited greatly from uh, Open Chords programming during the pandemic. And uh, Open Chord is, it's it's kind of an overlooked venue here because they aren't downtown. They're in Bearden, so they don't get all the love and all the hype that, you know, the Preservation Pub and Barley's gets with having a stage with music on it most nights. But, but they're just as big and they're just as important and uh, just as important to our music scene. And Sammy's a big part of that. And I hope you guys enjoyed our chat. Enjoy it. Guys, help me make welcome my man, my friend, Sammy McAteer. We're
1: doing the (laughs) Popcast.
0: Um, there's a uh, lever on the bottom of that chair if the chair's too high somewhere. It's it's oh ho, ho, ho. we got hydraulics in yeah, this, this place. place. It's legit. I know. It's armed to the teeth with hydraulics. Oh. That you like that mug? I do, man. This man, is fancy. We've got a bunch of swag. Well, we don't have a bunch, but we have t shirts and onesies and like onesies. Yeah. And the coffee mug grown men. <laughs> really? I wish. But the coffee mugs are what everybody loves. They're um, cool. Now they, it's got that classic look to it. That's yeah. why it does. I made a candle out of this one. You're so creative. <laughs> I wish I was as creative as you. Yeah, right. I know. How you doing, Sammy? I'm doing good, man. Doing well. Thanks for having me, man. Of course, dude. I hadn't seen you in a long time. It's been a long time. I, I think know. since a, I think a friend's wedding, maybe. Probably so. I don't know. I uh, I have been watching some of the live stream stuff that you guys did over the holidays at Open Cord. Yeah, that was cool. We what did was the, that?
1: The School of Rock thing. We actually did. They're all affiliated with the School of Rock, but they were, there was two different kinds of shows. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is good scotch. <clears throat> but anyway, um, yeah, so the Friday and Saturday night were just pretty much the recitals. So they couldn't, we've hosted the recitals before, but it was like a, you know, for the concert, all the people can come and see if, you know, the kids like that since the pandemic, we actually had to do the live stream of that for them. So Right,
0: so you had a bunch of different artists come in and play, like, small sets? Yeah, well, this one was just the, the actual School of Rock kids. Oh, So cool. they had, like... Oh, a on recital. A yeah. recital for yeah, the kids. Recital, yeah, so the Friday okay, and cool. Saturday
1: was just the kids. So it was, like, the Friday was, like, starts out with, like, the really young kids kind of doing their thing, goes into, like, the, you know, 10-, t- 12-year-olds, and it ends with, like, the teenagers, and the teenagers are actually pretty good. They could actually play some... Yeah. Because I think they've kind of been in it, like, their whole lives, and they get to know these kids, so... It's a pretty cool concept that they're going over there because it's like, <clears throat> you know, I grew up playing guitar and stuff like that. And having to find my own, you know, other musicians and neighbor to play with is always kind of a pain in the ass. But like to be able to kind of go to a school and they kind of put you up with like mighty musicians and kind of grow with them, it's pretty cool. What is the School of Rock? <clears throat> um, yeah, I think that's it, man. I think you just, you go, you can sign up and then they have like lessons for the kids and they also like mix them with. Is other... it like an
0: academy almost? <sighs> I think so. I'm not that like these kids get involved when they're young and and they pick up their instrument and then they kind of work through classes and all that. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a curriculum for your age group. Sure. 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 And then, um, you know, and then every
1: year they have a recital, I might even do it twice a year, but, and they kind of pick like a theme, like punk rock or, you know, like the Ramones versus the, you know, green day or something like that. And they'll just play these songs. Anyway. (laughs) So the, the live streams with Friday and Saturday, kind of the same format. Young, middle, you know, teenagers. Saturday, the same thing. And then Sunday was really cool. It was a <clears throat> benefit for the Children's Hospital. And oh, we nice. had all kinds of bands play that one. That one was with, um, oh, play well, that. Cruz Contreras
0: played Cruz it, Contreras played that. West Bailey Trio. West
1: Bailey. Play, yeah, West Bailey Trio. I also had, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on her name. Um, Oh, I can't think of it anyway. It's but like it was a, like what, like
0: eight or ten sets or yeah? Or it, it was all day long, really, our, and it was our, all live stream.
1: <laughs> all live stream. Yeah, it was from three, three o'clock till nine o'clock. Cool. Yeah, it was all day. The camera operators were beat. Oh, they a were bet. Up so. I felt so bad. I was like, just <laughs> keep going, keep going. Um, yeah, I don't and know then that,
0: you man. guys ra- raised some money for East Tennessee Children's. Yeah, yeah, they raised. I think they raised quite a bit. So good. three
1: star revival, that was the other band. Okay, yeah, another good Knoxville band. Yeah, um, yeah, it was it was great, man. That's super cool. Do you know Greg Franklin? I do. Yeah, yeah, I've dealt with him a lot. Only just pretty much based on these kind of things. So we we've always hosted their recitals. So every. Does he, t- he twice run this a year? Of rock? I believe so. Yeah, and okay. he has a couple kids that are in it with him. So yeah, that are that, that are, are badass. students. Yeah, one of his kids is really good. I was dr- like, the drummer cow. or
0: something, right? He plays
1: drums, keys. I mean, they really? were doing. Dude, they had a Talking Heads tribute, and I was like, "Holy cow, <laughs> they're killing it!" Like they, tr- I, yeah, I was blown away. I was like, "This yeah. is really, really good." Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's a cool kind of concept they got going on so, there.
0: So you guys have like a full at Open Chord, You have a full camera setup, full stage, full live band deal, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's a venue, right? It's a total but, venue. Yeah. But, with, we have... but also with like live streaming capabilities. Yeah. That's, does anybody else have that in town? I don't you know. know. Of? <laughs> that's
1: a real, I mean, like there's their promotion guys. They're down in Market Square. I think they just live stream. They don't have a, a venue. Um, And Kong, I don't think so. No. I mean, I know like. So the that's Tennessee, pretty cool. It is cool. You know,
0: Tennessee Theater did a co- some couple of cool things. They did that mm-hmm. like. The Guy Marshall thing The I Guy Marshall, watching. yeah. It's like the Ghost Light series or something. Yeah, like. that was pretty cool. Yeah, and they they turn the band around, they face the band towards, towards the Towards the yeah. So yeah, you're yeah, like, toward, Yeah, it was then, it was yeah,
1: that was really cool. They had a couple of good bands to
0: that. So but that's kinda
1: of like a Basically a series they did, and I don't think that was streamed. I think right. it was filmed, and then they, I think they, it
0: was live, but not live. Well, it seems like you guys are kind of better positioned to take on a pandemic because of those kinds of capabilities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, It was cool. The accident. Yeah,
1: it kind of was because like I kind of got into the live streaming thing year, a couple of years ago, just out of like, I don't know, just kind of seeing the future of social media, and this is where I mean, because Facebook made <clears throat> they they kind of had a uh, position where they're like, Hey, if you'd stream me anything it's going to be the top of the feed. So I was like, Oh, perfect. Let's live stream really? music. So we'll be, this was right in the beginning. they're just trying right to push. When they started to do Facebook live, Yeah, trying exactly. to and just get it in your face. Absolutely. So yeah. like anybody, anytime anybody went live, everybody that you saw every that all your followers and friends saw it immediately. So mm-hmm. it was like, this is a perfect opportunity to just, you know, get a good marketing opportunity. So, um, yeah. So I was like, I saw the opportunity there. So I was like, okay, let's convince the boss man to spend a lot of money on live streaming gear and it was a hard thing to do but we did it and it was awesome and now we can live stream and you know
0: it's pretty and, sweet well i called you when we were starting to do this getting this video podcast lined up i called you because i knew that you had uh kind of danced this dance before and kind of figured yeah. it all out and I, you were, it was it was really good info thanks i, was, I mean I was what super you flattered. see what you see here is uh, I know, uh, well, thanks in part to you i know but like you are the video guy you know you've done it for years and, you're yeah, a but, pro, but and but i was the, like i just kind of <laughs> youtube academy this stuff and Kind but I had to figure it out. But making commercials and TV shows and stuff like that is a lot different than live events and live streaming and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so I, I wasn't so. really familiar with with how to how to go live. Yeah. yeah and how to go sure. live with the good cameras and all that. I mean, you can set your phone up anywhere and do it. Yeah. But to switch sure. it and to switch and, it. That's that's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. yeah. You start to get into a, a different yeah. world. The learning curve was was pretty intense. But once we got it figured out,
1: it started working. And actually, it's still. I mean, dude, like the the Friday show we did with the School of Rock. I mean, we had technical difficulties at the ball zoo because Facebook had just changed some policy. They wouldn't let us live stream, so we had we couldn't get in. Whatever, okay? They just do that stuff sometimes, and they have the, they have total control. You can't do anything about it. Sure. So <clears throat> I couldn't figure it out because it was like we're going live in 30 minutes. Yeah. There's no way in hell I could figure out how to do this in 30 minutes. So the next day we figured it out. There's a back way in. I had to just kind of put in. You know, they're, they're a specific code or whatever. And it worked out. But right. Like-
0: so, so the, uh, Mike McGill Christmas spectacular, Mike, Mike okay. was here, uh, last month, uh, talking about that and same thing with them. They, uh, Facebook has, I mean, they have a, they have, have a monopoly. They say what you can do and what you can't do with that kind of, with mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. They make the rules, uh, but they tested everything for the spectacular. They got, they got everything going the day before everything was perfect. And then they go to log in the next day and it's just No. Nope. No, yep. no, can't do it. And you got to find a workaround. It's so frustrating too. you your life. And you've it's, tested it.
1: Yeah, you've tested it.
0: Yeah, you've done all your due
1: diligence and you've done everything you're supposed to do and you can't get in. It's a very, very frustrating thing. I've been there and it's like, It actually gives me like nightmares. It's horrible.
0: Yeah, because it's (laughs)
1: like
0: we spend all day, (laughs) every day, like trying to prepare ourselves to avoid situations like that. Mm -hmm. And when you do your due diligence and something like that still happens, it's such a
1: bummer. Yeah. And you can't, like, what are you going to do? Call Zuckerberg? Yeah. You you can't, they have like no customer service. You're
0: going to write, you're going to write a bad review. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Banned. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. De-platformed.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you just gotta get through it.
0: I don't know. How long have you been at uh, at Open Cord? Ooh, because um, I'll be honest, fourth. you going there was the, was when I first it first got on my radar. I didn't yeah. really know a lot about it. Yeah, four years you said? Four? No, up. I think
1: yeah, four years. I think it was twenty sixteen. Okay, I think I should know that like easily, but I don't. Um, I think it was twenty sixteen. Why?
0: Why? What? What brought you over there? Okay. Well, hmm.
1: I had just, I finished school about a year before, and I was really getting into digital marketing. Um, and, you know, I, I had known, and I just know that field really well. Um, I know, you know, th- what open court is, if people don't know, it's, there's a music shop in there that kind of specializes heavily on guitars, especially boutique guitars. And on the other side, there's a music venue. Uh, my background is in very much in both of those things. I've been playing guitar since I was 10 years old. I've played in bands, played live music since I was 16. So I knew, I knew the industry and I had, you know, and I, I was really in digital marketing, just marketing in general. And I had known the own, owner previously just from, I think we, I was waited on him a couple of times or something like that. I just got to know. Him.
0: Oh, you worked at Che Guevara yeah, for a yeah, long and time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't know used, people ever quit working at Che Guevara. I you, thought you, you just worked, don't. There, you worked there for the rest of your you life. Kinda, so you still work there pretty much. <laughs> I, I don't, but I got a call.
1: They... Uh, there was a couple people sick and they gave, they tried to get me out of the bullpen yeah. and I couldn't do it. I was like, I can't, guys. I'm and they I think they're pissed.
0: Yeah, you're still uh, part that, of the family. You
1: are, you you never
0: aren't part of the that family. That place nuts, is a family. Man. Like it's, even if you just go in and eat there, you're a part of the you family. You are, yeah. It's I mean, crazy. obviously the guy hired you just from you waiting on him and getting to know him from yeah, the restaurant. Yeah,
1: totally, you know, and he like totally, you know, that was the he trusts me wholeheartedly because of that, you know. And yeah. he knows the owner of of che Guevara and they're they're buddies, so it's just kind of like, you know you're good enough for Kevin, who's the owner of Shea. You're good enough good enough for me, you know, that sure. I mean, kind of thing. Cause it's like, not anybody can make it at that restaurant. You got to have a very specific kind of personality mentality and you got to have a pretty strong liver.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I think it's one,
0: <laughs> one of the big ones, you know? So did he hire you at open cord for any particular reason or was it just like, Hey, come be my guy and let's uh, figure well, all this out together. Uh, well, no, I, uh, I just kind of, Knew that he had this place. He had just
1: kind of acquired it from the previous owner. They, was it Rick's Music? Before it was that? Rick's Music, yeah. And they partnered up for a little
0: bit, but it Is heads, that how the guitar shop became part of it? Yes. Yeah, so, somebody- I mean, Rick's Music was there forever. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. And, and that's where- I've got a guitar inside that has a Rick's Music repair slip with it from the guy who owned it before I did. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, It's it's been there in that location since like 2002 or something like that. It yeah. That could be totally wrong. But anyway, um, yeah, so it was a guitar shop- you know, and then Randy had—he was the owner of Open Court. He just kind of like knew Rick Ash from high school. Had just sold his company, looking for new endeavors, and mm-hmm. like, okay, uh, you know, Rick, I'll go into business with Rick. Whatever, perfect. And then they kind of split. Um, just I don't know what the differences were. They ended up splitting, and then Rick went to another location, and he had the like, Open chord, And then he was like, okay, this music—you know—this music shop needs a stage.
0: Yeah, cool. All
1: right. So I knew he had this, and I was kind of like into that whole field. So I was like, uh, you know, I just kind of showed up there and I had a marketing plan for him. I was like, here is what you're doing wrong. This, this, and this, and this. And I can have you. Hear, love Which yeah. people love to hear that from right? a 25 yeah. year old. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They're like yeah. <laughs> 30 but, years old. Yeah, probably. I know. I, I, I was, yeah, some like late 20s or something yeah. like that. But uh, yeah, but he was really receptive to it. And he cool. was, yeah. So he kind of like just opened his arms and said, come on in. And uh, yeah, so it was, it was a slow progression from there because at that point I was like, yeah, we we can market this thing, but we gotta tweak some things here and there, and you know we can make this thing better because I had the the background to try to help them out. Did talent buying become a part of it right away, or did that mm, come later? It, uh, later, we there was a talent buyer at the time okay. that was doing a good job and everything, and um, she ended up just kind of leaving. Um, you know, we had a man, we had a, had a new manager, and they were butting heads or something like that, and so she ended up leaving, and there was just this hole you know and yeah so i was like okay well i'll just do this for a second until we can hire somebody you know it's one of those things yeah and then that you know for a second turned into like two years or something like that really yeah, and it was yeah a huge learning curve Yeah, it's crazy yeah cause so then,
0: what are some acts that you've bought over there
1: oh i mean all, all kinds of, um but the biggest thing is like you're going okay so you start this and you're like okay i gotta reach out to all these agents these agents are like LA, New York. I mean, they, you know, the, the agents that deal with small artists are the same ones that deal with like the biggest guys in the league, right? right. So they are like, who's this schmuck from Knoxville? So automatically like you're like kind of, all right, stand back. Um, but yeah. And then eventually, you know, you just kind of like, they need to play. This is a good venue. Okay. Right. I got confidence. Um, sorry, people me up. I'm right. um, sorry. But yeah, we, so I ended up getting, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of some good ones.
0: Oh, I'm yeah. Oh, thank I'm like you, blanking you, you, on it. No, but, uh, it's all good. You can, you, um, you can get back to me. Yeah.
1: I I should have like, like a list of all the really good artists. I probably could give it to you, but. No,
0: but, but how often were you putting people on that stage? Oh man. I
1: mean, you got to fill four to five days yeah. every day or four to five days every week, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you probably do a blues gym here and an open mic here, you know? So, I mean,
0: three, you got to do three, you're on three touring bands at least a week. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy because it doesn't, I mean, I know. Preservation Pub does that kind of volume, which you know is they do you know sometimes in in their heyday three mm-hmm. bands a night. Oh yeah, even on Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, like every single night. But I, I'm surprised to hear that you guys were doing that kind of volume, kind of under the radar a little bit. Yeah, why do you think it is? Why do you think that? Uh, why do you think you guys have crept under the radar and done so much, done so much, uh, you know, so many live concerts and people. You know, a lot of people don't know about y'all. Yeah.
1: um, I think a lot of it's kind of like location a little bit. Um, Well, I kind of consider where we're at the tire district because if you kind of go (laughs) by there, it's like Firestone and (laughs) discount tires. It's just kind of an odd place for a live music venue. It's Um, right
0: at the foot of the hill where Bearden High School is. Exactly. Yeah. uh, Is
1: that Gallagher View Road? Gallagher
0: View Road right there. And yeah. And um, Kingston Pike. Kingston Pike.
1: Yeah. Kind of by, you know, Ted Russell Ford or whatever. But anyway. Um, I I think a lot of its location and, you know, people had to know who the artist was to go there. It was was very much a destination spot like that. So if you knew the band, you'd show up to see the band, you know, and, you know, we're not big enough to have the kind of artists that like everybody knows. So it's very niche, you know, like you wouldn't know about it unless you knew the artist and, you know, we would be, you know, I would would do targeted ads for that audience, you know, Mm. as well. So it's kind of like that's kind of who showed up and we, we had some really good shows doing that and good, you know, but, um, that's how, kind of, how big hmm. is the room? The capacity technically is two hundred and fifty. Okay. If that's have like, you ever if filled a standing it up? room? Yeah, we have a couple times. Yeah, yeah, we do with every time we do the, the Skankbanger shows that does it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we've, we've done a couple pretty crazy shows. I, I wish I like
0: wrote down all the shows. <laughs> no. was, like,
1: blanking. It's been the pandemic. We haven't had any good shows for so long. I'm like blanking on what, we've how been, have you guys had. been
0: getting through the pandemic? Oh, uh, creeping, man. Creeping. Yeah, yeah. Just kind the of surviving. Stream,
1: yeah. I mean, luckily we have the uh, the music shop to kind of, you know, help pay the bills. Subsidize the. Yeah. yeah. That, that's helped a lot. But other well, than that. Well, yeah, not, people,
0: people uh, got home and realized that guitar has been sitting around broken yeah. for 10 years. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so it's time to get it to get repaired
1: or, you know, get something on or buy something with it or buy a new guitar whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's helped a lot, you know, and like. We dived in heavily to e-commerce, like right, right away. Like, let's just get this. thing. We have an opportunity. I mean, especially when we were actually shut down for two weeks or a month. I can't remember. But like, everything was just shut down. Yeah. You know, other than essential businesses, we were not essential, so we just doubled down on the e-commerce. You know, and that we got that going. That's doing really well, kind Good. of doing curbside and stuff like that. So. Good. Yeah, you know, you have to wear a lot of hats at that place. So you is, know is there a day, bar and uh there's a bar kitchen. Yeah. Bar kitchen, all that stuff. You so know. why
0: don't people come and just sit and drink a beer and have a chicken sandwich there? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um is that a thing you guys would we, be we receptive do. to? We absolutely, you know, yeah. and that
1: we're trying to get to that place. You know, right now during the pandemic, we've only had free shows. Everything's free. You know, oh. lot, most of the time it's like a ticketed event so we just like having these kind of things. It's like singer songers or whatever. So people want to come in and just have as same ones they can, but yeah. And it's helping, you know, we're, it's still going on, you know, we're doing a, we'll have a a show Thursday and Friday and
0: you know, people will show up, but come in, mask up, sit six feet apart. Yeah, Kind of.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's just kind of an awkward time too. Yeah, it's tough, you know? Weird. Yeah. So, and you know, we, and it's funny cause like we just redid our kitchen. To, so it's like an actual <laughs> industrial kitchen. We actually yeah. can produce real good food now. Um, so that happened like right before the pandemic. So like we had all these big grand ideas and these things yeah. in motion to like, to, you
0: know, just kind of slay it and yeah. it just died. You That's know, tough. it just sucks. But That's really tough. And yeah. it's like, I, you want to think that maybe it, you can turn it into a bit of a silver lining kind of blessing thing because you do get to work out these kind of, yeah, these kind of problems that you might have in the dark now when mm-hmm. nobody, you know, instead of everybody just pounding your door from day one. I mean, maybe... You know, maybe there's some value there, and to kind of slow, slowly building this yeah. stuff up because I know it's been so hard for, you know, the hospitality industry has been hit so hard, and live music has been hit so hard, oh, yeah. and the, you know, you guys were on the precipice of of being, you know, both of both of those things for the sure. first time. <laughs> yeah, ever, yeah, yeah for sure. You know,
1: and we were the first to close and last to open. You know, that's kind of like live music industry is like that. It's kind yeah. of like that. It's you know, it's just kind of odd, like. So we're just now, you know, have the capabilities to kind of be like that, sit down place and just grab a you know, burger or whatever. Um, but we started this kind of during the pandemic and people are like if they're going out, which they don't go out they're going to the place they already know, you know? Yeah.
0: So it's kind of hard to like, yeah. Because they're going to get to go out once a month. Exactly. They're like, let me go, let me go to the spot that I just yeah. can't, that I, that I, I miss have, the most. I, I got to have it, you know? Yeah. And you guys hadn't been on the radar yet. No, no, no. And cause we were only, you know, looked at as a music venue. Yeah. You know? And we're not really having,
1: we're having shows, but they're, you know, it's just like small stuff. Yeah. So where'd you, you, you grew up in Knoxville or mm-hmm. where'd you grow up? I grew up in Knoxville, West Knoxville.
0: Okay. Kind of on Ebenezer. Did the music yeah. thing when you were a kid? You said yeah, 10 years old? You started, yeah, I started
1: playing guitar at 10 years
0: old. You know, I know your brother. Started playing around. I grew up with your brother. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I've kind of known your family a, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I think I, yeah. I think I mean, I'm the same age as your brother, so I think we kind of grew up at going to school side by side. But I didn't really know know you until high school. But Mm-mm. yeah. But you guys grew up in like the Bearden or mm-hmm. Ebenezer area. Yeah. yeah. Bluegrass mm-hmm. area. Yeah. Just rambling around Ebenezer on yeah. our bikes. And then so high school came around. High school that, came around. Is that when you started figuring out music? Yeah, I was playing in middle school a little bit, you know, people here and there. Were you in the band? No, the middle I, mean, school I played. Band. I
1: played, yeah, I did for a second, but it was not my, my thing at yeah. all. It was not, yeah, I was. More of a guitar guy? Yeah, I don't know. I just needed to play some rock and roll or something, yeah. you know? Uh, but now I was always in bands, you know. I, uh, you know, just whoever could play. I played in, uh, in middle school, I used to play a lot with. Um, with uh you mentioned Wes Bailey Trio with Ward Houston I played with him a lot. Oh, yeah. We were little kids playing all the time and then we ended up Love then, Ward. Yeah, great guy. And then um high school came around and I don't know, had a really I think I had like the uh teenage angst needed to get my got the punk, punk rock on, on, you know? Like so I ended up doing <laughs> a lot of indie rock stuff and we uh
0: formed a band and with some other guys and You like, remember Joseph and Daniel Bradley? Absolutely, man. What was their band that played together all the time at Java? Um something mule or something like that yeah that was crazy yeah some like crazy punk rock shows yeah. with a bunch of 14 and 15 year old kids yeah, hanging out at old city java uh, jamming yeah. out totally uh, that
1: the Ben Alzen played there all the time man. really yeah attaboy was named that band
0: oh i remember that yeah and you were in a bluegrass band too at some mm-hmm. point weren't after you? that yeah. yeah but
1: the i mean those those are awesome it's crazy it's kind of crazy like going into java now and like going to the the next door room where people kind of studying all that stuff it's yeah. such a tiny room yeah dude we had like Four twelve stack amps like each because yeah. that was like the cool thing having stack amps yeah. like 100 watt tube head like legit like 412 cabs but then two guitars <laughs> doing it our bassist had i think he had a yeah a 410 i mean it was just absurd how much it's just loud as shit for like, a room that's 10 feet dude, wide it's, it's literally deep. twice the size of this room and it yeah. was just loud and we just played just rocked the shit yeah. out man yeah like, it was as hard as I could, man. Like the hipster coffee getting poured in the background. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There's times where I would like just bleed. Just been playing so yeah. hard. You know, I don't know. It's just that time in your life. You're just like, I don't know. It's crazy. You just want to angst or something, man. And then I, think I grew up. It's like, I got to play bluegrass. I'm, yeah. I'm too old for
0: this. I remember <laughs> when uh, I, I, remember, I vaguely remember you playing music when we were younger and yeah. in high school and all Poorly that. Poorly played bluegrass, I should say. Well, I... It's hard. What was the name of your bluegrass band? Big Country's Empty Bottle, man. Yeah, dude. I loved you guys. Adam Petty, right? Petty,
1: man. Yeah, Petty. What's Petit? that dude doing? He's uh he's still kicking, man. We still Good. play every once in a while. Really? You know? We we actually played until the pandemic. We're playing like once or twice a month at like Boyd's and stuff,
0: just playing around, man. God, that's so cool. He's just killing it, you know. I remember things. loving you guys. Yeah I, I, yeah, I saw I saw y'all. It was right around the Sundown in the City era. Yeah, uh, you guys played it like it was like some trinket shop, Mama shot.
1: Jan's. Dude, Mama that Jan's place was. Weird. It was was weird. (laughs) It was like hippie. Like, I don't, it was was just like, if you go to a music festival and like whatever merch you find in the lot, it was like that stuff all into, but like random stuff, like beads and I don't know, man, like tapestries and I mean, anything in the owner was a nut, man. He was wild. But yeah, we used to play there and it was like BYOB. Which it was just great. we packed the place. Oh, like,
0: yeah, I remember. And then you guys are just sitting there playing in front of, like, glass displays. It was
1: <laughs> the weirdest thing. Yeah, but it was, like, right after the sundown in the city. I remember there was, like, Umfries were playing, and then we played right after them at this tiny trinket shop thing. It was crazy. Yeah. It dude, was a
0: blast, do you, dude. Do you remember? Uh, we played lacrosse together in high school. We did, or man. You, and that's so, how I met you. That's I what, Yeah, I was going to
1: say that. Well, yeah, freshman <laughs> year, man. Oh, I remember yeah. that. I remember. I was like, ah. Oh. Freshmen coming in, let's wear them out. Wear him out. Yeah, it was that was such. I, it's funny you brought that up because I had like just brought that up with a friend recently, and I was telling him like, man, it was so ridiculous. Like these seniors were in charge because it was like it was not even endorsed by the school. No, it was a club team. It was a cl- yeah, and we yeah. had to play behind the baseball field. Yeah, it was like this tiny place they gave us, and I, you know, and they were just like,
0: yeah, it's like ball roll, balls rolling out in the street. Yeah, <laughs> it was
1: crazy, and it was just like. All these seniors, like, hey, you guys want to smoke some dubs and play some lacrosse? Yes, like, it's exactly it, it what was, it was. Yeah. It was cool. And the know? coach
0: would show up sometimes. Did and, we have a coach? Yeah, his name was Tom. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember him. <laughs> yeah, he, he, was, man. he was at the games.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was – the one game, yeah, the game, the game, the state yeah. championship. I know yeah. it was it was a blast. I kind of wish I had continued that. It was a, that's a crazy game, man. Yeah,
0: it is a, a, a crazy game. Dude, it's like soccer meets hockey. hockey. Yeah, dude, it's nuts, man. It is. Like, so, it's so physically demanding. You have to run you, so you're much. running and you're getting checked. You're checking. Yes, like, yes.
1: it's 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 bad. And you can
0: play behind the goal too, yeah. like hockey, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Opens yeah. opens it up for a lot of uh, slashing opportunities. <laughs> uh, that's a fun one. And man. then that's, the
1: defenders had these giant pole. I mean. Six, they, six, dude, foot, six foot six. i mean
0: they can do some serious damage with that thing they can hit you from yeah like dude, 10 feet away with their slap, arm span yeah done yeah out. that was a tough one it was tough it was a tough it, sport. it was tough yeah yeah did, did we push you to music from uh from lacrosse <laughs> you're like i'm not cut out for that i don't know i think
1: thing. i think it kind of i don't even know what happened i think it kind of died after you guys left school like, uh, I mean, really? i don't really know like i don't know i yeah. kind of i don't know it, it it was Maybe you did. <laughs> Maybe it was subconsciously I'm like, I'm out of this thing. I I suck too. That was one of the things. I was not athletic. i, well, you <laughs> I was you make not the,
0: good. how'd you make the transition from uh from being a, a punk angsty guy to bluegrass? Man, honestly,
1: probably Petty, man. Like he uh, uh, Adam, I met Adam, I met pretty? Petty at know, at a party or something. He was just kinda of has a guitar and he was singing some folk stuff and I just played with him a little bit and then he kinda of introduced me to uh, we were talking about this earlier, like Jerry Garcia and David Grisman stuff, and yeah. I was like, just dove. I was like, this is so good. Never heard of it. Blew my mind. Dove so deep into it. kind of then you know. Then you find Tony Rice, RIP.
0: Yeah, poor one um, for him.
1: I know, man. Um, you find that, and you're like, this is insane. This guitar, I've never heard guitar like this in my life. You know. Yeah. And then then you're like, well, I really suck, because <laughs> you hear like,
0: wow, this guy can play. I need to. I need to practice. Yeah. A lot of people give, I mean, I know a lot of like bluegrass purists who give David Grisman and Jerry Garcia a really hard time because they yeah. feel like it's not the real stuff. Yeah. They feel it's too like reggae feeling. Like you've got your mandolin playing some just yeah. vibey, you know, rhythm stuff instead of ripping up a solo. Yeah. And, but that was the chill hippie kind of bluegrass that, that Grisman and, uh, and Jerry Garcia, what new Riders of purple sage yeah. stuff like that. That was Newgrass revival. Newgrass revival. That's the the beginning of of
1: it. That's like why bluegrass is even a thing right now. Mm. Is that band? I I wholeheartedly because they brought it
0: brought it in. Yes, they
1: brought. It's like the
0: new era of bluegrass.
1: They brought it back. It was gonna be old dead music that old people played, and that was cool and hip, and people that were young were playing it, and you know they're playing at festivals, and it just really took it to a new level. And it it it. f the purist you know yeah okay i'll buy that <laughs> yeah because I'm, i mean because screw it like, man like that's yeah. that's music like you can't if you're a purist then you don't get it you know i think like
0: you're holding people back from everything should succeed on its own merit and sure. if people like it is good sure why not and if you're a purist then that's your niche it's cool you know like yeah. i mean
1: if that's like what you want to do like there's bands who like play bluegrass bluegrass like alex, alex leach is a guy. Oh, yeah. every band he's in it's like it's just bluegrass it's like yeah you know, you have your 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 string quartet, and that's mm-hmm. it. You know, and then they play. You know, they just play the roles, and you know,
0: but but to me, the the thing that is cool about bluegrass music to me and what it has become now is kind of the jazz infusion of it that that mm-hmm. kind of stems on improvisation a little bit. Sure, and, sure, and 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 you know, people have chops, and people can get out there and 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 take their breaks and all that. But but it's really fun to hear some improvisation and some, in some, to see a bluegrass band, take a jazz mindset yeah. and start to play off of each other oh, yeah. and make a four minute song, a six a circle, man. They yeah. just, they play, pass it around, pass it around man That's the, that's what got me like really loving it. Cause it was
1: that like freedom, you know, and then it's the freedom that, that you could pass on if you're not feeling it, like, you know, you're on the campfire and you're just playing and then you, so comes to you, you kill it. Great. So it comes to you next time, you just botch it. Great. Yeah. Go, take the next it, take it. You know, you just give him a wink and then he's taking it on. Like, I don't know. That freedom was just so liberating, you know? I don't know. Like, there's nothing like it. Like, I don't know, playing indie rock is just so, all the song. I mean, they're just, just you know, there's composed songs that you play. You yeah. Know? I mean, there's a little bit improv, but I mean, it's just kind of,
0: nothing beats the freedom of improv, I think, like. I really got into the jam band thing right around the same time mm-hmm. I got into bluegrass just because I liked that. I liked the, I liked to go they're, into a show, not knowing what you were going to hear. Mm-hmm. Every song is going to be different. You're not going to see the same set every night. You can yeah. go see a band two nights in a row. It's going to be different shows. Yeah. And you know, some of that I, I think is rooted from the jazz and bluegrass trained kind of people. Or can, sure. Can sure. Be. It's
1: all the same. I mean, you know, they all have the same mentality. I think, yeah. you know, it's just going to like, I don't know. I think bluegrass and, and jam band, they're very, very similar. Yeah. In a sense, like, theoretically, I guess. I yeah. Know. I mean, some, some somebody will be like, you're an idiot. What are you talking about? But <laughs> sure. People hate high. on jam bands, man. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. They're easy to hate on they big target they're a huge target you know and then also the fan base you know it's just so stereotypical it can be you know and yeah. it's like any, anytime you have a fan base that's a stereotype it's easy to pick on yeah. like you know like in St. Clown Posse you know it's the same kind of thing <laughs> yeah like exactly you we know, well not jiggolos, but J- Juggalos but
0: jugglers. Juggalos Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. not <laughs> Uh yeah no you know it's like anytime you have anything like that it's like it's easy just to like poke fun at well and when, but, when people
0: get so much into any band like when somebody's so a, obsessive a I have so many friends fan here like, are obsessed yeah. like yeah or fish head or whatever
1: dude, I've, i have a friend that had like a 400 book cd case 400 you know which is each cd 400 cds of just fish
0: yeah which song
1: thing. was it which yeah right <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i was like dude how do you and that's all i was like man there's so much good music out there what are you doing you know but it's like but the thing is like a band like fish is so diverse you can kind of, i mean they you kind of get the reggae and you get some country you get all the genres in that band yeah. a little bit of it you know so i think that's kind of like they get their fix
0: well they're exactly you know? it's, yeah that's well-rounded stuff yeah so yeah, i people...
1: get it but i just not you know i, I like Jam bands, but I can't just listen to jam bands. Yeah. So to to one, to, to one jam yeah, band I have to listen to
0: everything. Yeah. And it's kind of funny too, the allegiance thing that people have with their jam band. Like it, it's almost like your football team. Oh like, dude, it's I, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm a widespread no fish. Yeah. I'm an yeah. Eagles fan. No, I'm mm-hmm. a Giants fan. No, I'm whatever. And your and your team sucks. Yeah. You're, yeah. Right. You know? I, know, I like to try to enjoy all of it. Yeah. 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 Are I remember fact, seeing f- some shows with you before and uh, you, uh, were so, you know, ha- had such a well-rounded ear and you could go and you could appreciate it. Cause you weren't a diehard fan of, I think string cheese. Sure. And that we went to some, some uh, shows yeah, that the
1: show you proposed
0: at? Really? Yeah. You were at the red rocks. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, you proposed, I did. Yeah. I, pr- that show, I proposed to Sarah at red rocks. Yeah, dude, that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. That was, that was, that was, that that was, was a great,
1: stuff. that was a great, that whole weekend was phenomenal. That it, was that, that I like, I appreciated string cheese after that. Like
0: I, I, I like, I got it before then, but I yeah. was
1: like, I really understand why people follow this band after yeah. that weekend. And
0: I remember yeah. talking to you, it might've been at that show and you were like, I, I hear so many sounds and I don't know where they're coming from. I well, don't who, know who's <laughs> making them. I don't know which uh, one yeah. of the guys on I don't, stage is making yeah. those sounds. I
1: don't know what, how many follow how many listeners do you have i don't know if my mom will listen to this but there's probably other things involved <laughs> other factors, other in factors involved with that comment i'm probably or guilty of these as sounds well coming from. it's like yeah. it's set break dude yeah well i remember th- i remember thinking that a lot with with fish in particular because it was like these are just four dudes and they're just making a whole bunch so of so
0: much music has come out of these four guys it's like it kind of blew me away yeah I, rush was always a band that really got uh that, that really kind of got that people thinking in that way, like how is this trio making yeah. so much noise blows blows me away. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. When you, I think when you have synergy among, you know, among, among guys, they're filling out the space. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 I think it's hard probably as a musician, I would guess it would be hard to get to that point, but the ones that have it, the bands that have it, it's so yeah. amazing. Yeah. And they have to, I mean, the players have to know each other so well. I mean, into like a,
1: I mean, it's like know their psyche Mm-hmm. Almost, you know, they got to know what they're playing. You know, and it's, it's crazy, you know, like with some of these players, they can, they just know what the other guy's thinking and they just can do it. And yeah, uh, it's kind of, well,
0: what do you, what bit. do you, what do you, uh, what do you do now music for music? Day, I know, but are you playing music now? Not really, man. Um, you got a stage right there. You should start a band I know, or I hate,
1: Yeah. I, dude, it's kind of sad how much we just talk about music. Cause I like hate music right now. Why? <laughs> I think talent buying did it. I love music, but I don't like, I just can't listen to anything. I'm just kind of burnt out. I've heard the industry's tough. Yeah. It's just a tough it's industry. It's kind of like, how, you know how the sausage is made, you know? And it's yeah. like, ugh. Like, I go to a concert. I'm Turns just like, well, oh, You know, like that. I see that, you know, the the production guy. And it's like, I know how it is. That, that's a, that job's hard. It sucks. And then I see that, you know, it's like, ah, But no, I mean, I'm, I'm being pessimistic. But I mean, so really, i listen to a lot of jazz. I'm, really? I'm a pretentious jazz kid now. Like,
0: what kind of stuff?
1: I like a lot of the old school like guitar like West, West Montgomery's like phenomenal. He's one of my favorites right now. Okay. Bill Frizzell, all just like well, i I come from a guitar background, so a lot of guitar yeah. players. Who
0: are the big three of like the jazz guitar era? Is it like Pat Matheny? Probably Pat Matheny. I don't Bill know. Bill Frizzell if, and uh Schofield? I'd say it, Schofield, yeah. Like modern jazz modern, guitar yeah, yeah. Modern, yeah. modern jazz guitar.
1: Yeah. Charlie I mean, Charlie Christian is like the originator really of jazz guitar. You know, he was, you know, back from the twenties and, uh
0: is that the stuff? So that's the stuff you listen to and, and yeah, probably try to dude, play too.
1: I, uh, I I listen to jazz and I cook. I'm yeah. I'm so pretentious these days. Really? I judge everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I just judge. I drive around and I judge you. That's what I do. No, um, but kind of true. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I, you know, so I, I attempt poorly attempt to play jazz guitar. I will say oh, that. Oh come on dude, it's hard. Is it? those guys, yeah, that stuff's tough. I mean, you're playing every chord, you're, you're thinking about a different, you know, you're playing a different arpeggio and then you have to, I don't know, I mean, every chord, so you're, you know, you got like five chords in, in this progression and now you're playing a different scale in each chord, you know, and it's gotta, it's, it's, everything's gotta match. It's, it's just a lot of going on. Pretty you know, theoretical, theory it's very heavy very stuff. theory heavy and it's yeah. not like, Not just like playing the blues where you can play, you know, like this pentatonic and just keep going. Yeah. Which is fun. You know, it's like, to me, it's like a lot of fun. It's easy and just go with it and get in in the zone. But so, yeah, I play a lot of poorly. But no, I still play with bluegrass and stuff with Petty and all those guys. I mean. I
0: want to see Big Country's Empty Bottle soon.
1: Dude, we'll do it. We'll play again soon. I mean, I think, honestly, to Ben, I was like, there's a couple gigs we could have gotten that I didn't really want to play because I'm not a professional musician. That's not how I get my livelihood. And right. I wanted to leave that to musicians. That that's nice. Their livelihood.
0: It's a zero sum game right now. Yeah. You
1: know, I mean, it's not like, I don't know. To me, it just kind of felt weird playing when all the, be- everybody in my, the group I play with has day jobs and they're, you know, they're not hurting. Like why, you know, like why would mm-hmm. I take a gig if there's, you know, pro- actual professional right. musician that could play, that that could gig. take that yeah. gig. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like how I felt about it, at least during the pandemic. It's yeah. like, You know, I don't. I like. I love it, but I don't love it that much.
0: Well, do you think it's? How soon do you foresee, or what are you guys forecasting for for a full scale comeback?
1: Uh, I mean, we've been wrong. We've been dead wrong every time we've done it. You know, like in March for like two weeks. Yeah. April. Oh, by May, man. (laughs) May. Oh, dude, the summer is going to be good. Yeah. (laughs) And we had like it's funny booking these shows because we had been booking shows every single time. Like. You know, we had okay, cool. So you Cancel booked April. and canceled a oh, ton, dude, tons like, and tons of shows, ten times. Every, every we have we had one band that's this guy I mean, we had canceled five four times. It's oh, like man. now he's in fall of twenty twenty one. You know, it's yeah. like geez, you know, and he just keeps postponing, postponing. So yeah, I mean, every time we, you know, okay, we push it to summer, push it to fall, push it to winter. Oh no, yeah, so. But, so, but if to answer your question, um, I would say fingers crossed, May. Is what I'm really thinking. I don't okay. So Bad on months. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I mean, you know, the vaccine's out. So I don't know. Just so see how people take to it. My wife got it. I was gonna ask. She got the first one. My I wife did she, too. Did
0: she? Yeah. <sighs> physical therapist. I know. Our wives do the same thing, right? Yeah, the physical therapists, yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good uh gig they're in. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love it. I'm like, you're you can not be automated out. People are going to get fatter. They're going to need physical therapy. Yeah, let's just like people are going to get older. People get hurt. <laughs> the CrossFit crowd is going to keep oh, getting hurt. Yeah,
1: they're going to get hurt. I mean, people are going to need it forever. Mm-hmm. It's one of those like you're good, you and know? it's a
0: legit practice. Oh, like, it is. It's, it's, it's
1: great, man. It's like efficacy it, is
0: is big. It's,
1: it's huge. You know, it's like I don't, you know. I mean, it's it's a lot of times it's that or the knife. You know, and it's like yeah. it's such a better alternative for anything. You know, depending on your, kind of how, your mentality, but I just think it's like. I mean, I I'm biased, obviously, but you know. It's, it's a, it's a really
0: important thing they do. Is Eden, your wife, is is she like my wife? Like the s- surgery is the last. Oh yeah, uh, dude. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. Sarah's the same way. She yeah. doesn't, but and and part of, I, I don't know. She hasn't really said this, but like part of it is people go to surgery. People get pain pills. Yeah. And some people it. get pain pills and don't come back oh, from yeah. it. They just do it the rest of their yeah. lives and, yeah, and totally. it can hurt them. And it's, it's bad. It's bad yeah. for society. And that's actually
1: the, you know, the, more time than not. That's what happens. You yeah. know It's like, you know, it's, it's not. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you go get a consultation with a surgeon for a, something mm-hmm. that hurts. Yeah. Surgeon's going to surge. Surgeon's so going to surge. And, and you're going to. Yeah. And you have a
1: recovery time of this long and there's nothing to do in a recovery time. Right. But be in pain. And here's what you get for your
0: pain. Well, yeah. sometimes physical therapy can, can uh, yeah. circumvent that. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Is that good, why you got order. into
1: it? Uh, she got into it because her mom did, did it. You need,
0: you, you want not get that? No. You can get it. That's I good. thought I turned it off. I'm sorry. That's okay. It was my boss. I'm <laughs> oh, in just, trouble. Do you need to go back to work? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I
1: just slipped out. He's like, I'm not here. Do you want to get that? No, man. Okay, cool. I don't know.
0: Well, so I'm why playing did, it by, you know, it's, it's wild west out here, man. I don't know. Like, so, so did e, so Eden got into it? Why? Because of her, her mom. mom
1: her, so her mom
0: does it, right? Yeah. So oh, her mom's her mom a PT. Like,
1: her mom's a PT, pediatric PT, uh, has her own oh, cool. has her company and you know, does it for actually a lot of school systems around, nice. you, know, her, you know, kind of out in the boonies bit. but um, yeah. So I think that's how she found out about it. And, you know, her, her and her mom are a lot alike and have kind of similar personalities. And so her mom loves it. So she kind of like, uh, oh, you know, get into it. And she absolutely loves her job. So she does pediatrics. So not so much the CrossFit kids.
0: Yeah. That's so pretty just cool. The kids
1: that have flat feet and you know, they have like the, I don't know, a lot of babies that have crooked necks. You know, straighten them out a little bit. Yeah. A lot
0: of that stuff she does, you know. I think she digs it. It's From what I understand, it's a much more effective long-term method than – Oh, dude, yeah. Than – what's it called? Uh, uh, Chiropractor. Ignoring it. Yeah, ignoring it. (laughs) Completely ignoring it. (laughs) No, chiropractors who go adjust you and like – you you know, rather than going – having to go back every week. Yeah. Like they actually work on fixing the problem forever.
1: you – okay, so – now, we, we're, yeah, I'm sure we're on the same side of the argument, but no, we're like, we're so if you're a physical therapist and you know the spouse of a physical therapist, you're diehard anti chiropractic. Oh, okay. That's like they, it's like a, they're like enemies, man. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, Atlanta I and Starks, man. I like each other.
0: Sarah, Sarah's funny because she's so sweet. She's she 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 loves everybody and doesn't won't say Except anything. Except for chiropractors. <laughs> That's she's as close like, to as disparaging scam. remark as I've ever heard her
1: say about anybody. As a chiropractor. <laughs> yeah, a chiropractor. He's like scam artist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, something very suspicious, and it's funny because my mom like loves a chiropractor. So yeah. we, it's a really it's a sensitive subject to my family, but yeah. You know, but I gotta stick with, I don't know. It's like my mom or my wife. I gotta go with my wife.
0: PT know. works, man.
1: PT does work. I mean, the thing is there's an end, typically. A chiropractor it just seems like there's no end. To me, yeah. that's kinda eh. It's like that's a subscription little, service. Right? Yeah. It's like, it's like the Netflix of medicine, maybe. Exactly. But not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> there's no chiropractor and chill, is there?
0: There's no you never <laughs> I've never heard anybody chiropractor and chill. <laughs> that's no, it's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you earlier were talking about <laughs> maybe thinking about booking some shows outside of yeah. uh outside of the space or you were thinking about like yeah you're good at this band. you good perfect like transition well i've just, I'll just you're listen. a pro 55
1: uh, something like that, that? yeah wow, like man, that. that's pro i'm really proud anyway yeah. um yeah uh yeah so we are i i, I don't Well, I, it's so preliminary like i literally just i'm just trying to find the venues now but yeah, yeah so that's the big plan um I'm trying to get into. Uh, that's weird to even say because it's like might not even happen. But yeah, trying to do a little series at Worlds Fair Park. We'll see how that goes.
0: Um, yeah, I, I talked to I talked to Alan Sims, the Knoxville urban guy, mm-hmm. uh, about about that space. Dude, that Yeah, it's sweet. It's sweet. That's and why nobody like my, ever uses I know. it. And I'm like, dude, I gotta get. Like
1: I'm I've, it's been for the last. You're talking about the amphitheater. Amphitheater World's for last Fair. two yeah. months. It's been like I'm a, been kind of obsessive about it mm. a little bit. Just thinking, and then we went there the other day and measured it and our, our light rig and our, our our line array system and all that stuff will work perfectly. And I was like, we're going to do it. We're going to bring some badass bands. We're gonna do it you know and then when I get my mind sound something like that it's gonna happen yeah so so the open it not cord- happen I look like an idiot for it. <laughs> it's gonna,
0: <laughs> that's okay it's gonna happen so the open cord, all this all the yeah. gear stuff that you guys have yeah. can outfit the sure, amphitheater. Sure. Absolutely. World Absolutely. Fair. well because we do it's like um, that's a so, that's the best story I've heard for having shows there yeah it's gonna
1: happen no it's gonna happen anyway so um yeah so we have a you know a gigantic turnkey rig that we use we do a lot of shows at the jackson terminal we teamed ah, up with them yeah. all occasions catering owns that we did a, did a yeah, yeah. Of few shows with them um,
0: did you do the um when the rhythm and bloom stuff was there no. did you do that no not at jackson no. terminal no okay yeah cool. that, yeah but it, so it would have been no, after- our shows
1: sound good there
0: I will say I saw Hayes Carl at, at the Jackson
1: terminal <laughs> was mean. and it was, it was, yeah, r- not it was, good. it was, I don't know who did it either. I was, I hope it wasn't an Oxfield guy. It's a tough room. We'll just say that. It's an incredibly tough room, an incredibly tough room. Yeah. And the thing, yeah, we it's were, a big box. Yeah, we were trying to talk if we, you know, we're, we're going to try to continue doing some shows there, but we we're trying to figure out a way to like put up some sort of sound dampening blankets or something to, to stop it. I mean, it's just like, it's just a it's hollow a, cave, It's man. a big concrete just, box. Just, it is. Just ba- sound waves just bounce and bounce and bounce. But, you know, I mean, we helped us um, actually fly in the rig, you know, so they kind of, you know, fly with, you know, line array fly, you kind of hang them up and they come down versus like speakers. That Wait, are, what's it called? It's a lot. It's like a flying line array rig. I guess. Okay. I don't know. You know, so essentially you have, we have, you know, five speakers on each side and they're kind of they have a curvature to them. So they kind yeah, of hit so it's every those, aspect of the room.
0: Right. So it's those, those big speaker walls yeah. that you see yeah, there that exactly. are, that are flown. Yeah. They're flown and they kind of come down and they, and they're and, curved, they're curved
1: towards and, the audience, towards the audience. So yeah. it can hit every aspect of the audience equally. And yeah. you know, each, each speaker is tweaked a little bit more. Mm-hmm. The top one might have more wattage to get further back. This one's less. So it's gotcha. all very even. And you can just yeah. have a lot of control doing that. And so I hadn't seen a show fly in there. Typically I've seen, I've seen actually line arrays, but they're, they're on the ground or at least on the subs kind of going up. Okay. And that right to me would be a recipe for disaster. For echo in, chamber. Yeah. Cause it just hits the ceiling, ceiling first. Yeah, down. So, you know, it helped first just flying in there. Yeah. You know, cause we so, actually did a couple shows before we had that, that rig. They're, those
0: rigs are called a line array, r- line
1: array, line array. I think it's one word. Line oh, okay. Array. Line array. Yeah. Line array. Like array. An array of speakers. A, a, array of speakers. A line array. Yeah. Line in a line. In a line, array in a line, man. Um, yeah. So, but we actually did a couple of shows. Who do you remember those. who they were? Yeah, man. It was, jeez, what was the name of that? It's like some <laughs> metal bands.
0: This was an outside promoter that hired us to to put the show on form. Like, it was gotcha, in the space at the Jackson Terminal. Yeah, gotcha. Sound pretty good.
1: It's not, no, the original one sounded okay. We actually had the same kind of concept. The other ones where actually speakers are sitting on the stage just shooting out mm-hmm. and that sounded, eh, you know, but we, yeah. it took a while for us to get the line array system because you kind of have to, especially, so you guys stuff. are
0: set up to take your show on the road. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't Do you we have need, trucks.
1: No, we typically run a truck. Yeah. But we, I mean, if we uh, grow, we, yeah, we will get trucks and stage. We don't have a stage. Yeah. We have to run a stage. I mean, we Jack's terminal owns that stage. So we just use that one. Yeah. But, uh,
0: yeah. I mean, other than that, you so know, does the room back at uh at uh open cord stay whole when you go and out on the road or do you have to do you have to steal all your no, uh, no, steel gear it's, and all no, that dude no that's it's it totally
1: separate systems man totally oh separate. that's good yeah and we've taken on the road before that system we uh we did a, a show with andy wood called the woodshed and uh it was andy wood joe bata andy timmons it was like a guitar oh, wow. mcgeddon freaking yeah. show like just a bunch of jedis up dude, there duking it, was, yeah. it out and that was in crossville um in August, I think Joe Bonamassa, dude Yeah, wow. he's coming back too It's a camp So what it is This is ridiculous <laughs> Um, It's a camp For guitar players That can pay good money And, you know Stay in a cabin And learn from Joe Bonamassa Andy Wood any Timmons Greg Koch All these you know, Like you sweet. said, Jedis Yeah So, yeah So we kind of collaborated With Andy Wood And uh, it's called Flip Fest it's the guy I'll give John McCready a Shout out Oh, he, I know he, that dude yeah, yeah, he he his uh, son is plays Hudson, too. Hudson, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Hudson, um, uh, yeah. Bonfire
1: got... Blues has been they played um, Sunday as well for that live, sh- live stream thing. They're good yeah. man.
0: We've got a, a, a weird connection with with the McCready family, yeah. um, the owner. Are of Pop... you a gymnast? <laughs> no, <laughs> but the owner of uh, Pop Fizz, Brian Allen, yeah, uh, is. Uh, in partnership with John McCready on some gems. Okay. And so they own some, some gems flip fest is, is, Oh yeah. I met his partner. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if Brian is still part of it or not. He might be, but I don't know uh, if it's the same guy. then. Yeah. But they owned a bunch of gems together at some point. Um, But yeah, Brian Allen's a guy that owns our production company. Oh, cool. Yeah. And they all come from the same world and all that. I think there's some pop fist kids that were there filming. Really? Yeah, I think. I think. Oh, I, th- I bet our man
1: Sam was there. <laughs> were you in Cross Were you Sarah? there? Oh, no, I was in Muscle Shoals. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, they did that. I saw that video.
0: Okay, that was cool. You did a good job. It, you did a good were game. you Sam? Were you <laughs> shooting, or were you? Uh, you were yeah. shooting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. It was a good job. <laughs> that's a cool studio. Absolutely. You get it, yeah. yeah, I guess some
1: Dwayne Almond vibes. It's
0: like,
1: was that the <laughs> same studio that? They, Layla and stuff was recorded in?
0: I believe so. Yeah. Fame is where yeah. they did the, those records. It's yeah. called Dude.
1: Fame Studios? There's some nut stories about those days. Really? Yeah. Just well, like, like what? Drug use and just
0: insanity. Yeah? Just like, yeah. Uh, it, it, I mean, you always hear about Muscle Shoals. Yeah. So the McCready family has ties to Muscle Shoals? No, they, they, no, no. They, they, did, just, they just recorded, recorded down there? a
1: record there. Yeah, okay. You know. But uh, so,
0: yeah, man. The I woodshed,
1: create, the woodshed, yeah. So that was a cool thing we we did, you know. So we uh, we were production. I did, I did. I was in charge of the marketing. Um, so the fact that you didn't hear about it is really good. Uh, <laughs> <on> the... <laughs> I just did. Sam just told me about it. The other Sam uh, other, other awesome. back there. Yeah. No. Um, anyway. <laughs> no, but it was uh, it was a cool thing, man. So like it, it's a camp during the day, you know. They had so, and it was during the kind of pandemic, so we had to keep it super small. And then we had, they have a bunch of cabins there, but each person got their own cabin, and it was it was a cool little cool little deal. And that sounds
0: cool, especially if you can go uh as a
1: kid and Mm -hmm. you know, no, it's a lot of adults. Really? Yeah, because I mean, yeah, it was pretty expensive. It was like a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, but then at the end of every night, there's like a super badass jam that's like crazy awesome like with, it, with all the all of instructors all, or yeah, the dude, te- yeah, do the like, teachers come out to, oh yeah dude, do the yeah. Well, uh, like students grand, come up too? oh no 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 no, no, no just the no. no. well if, if you're Hudson mccree you, you do because oh, okay he, yeah. his dad was the, the place but yeah, yeah. his band played but yeah no 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 one's but you know you got to know a guy i guess you got to know the gym guy but anyway um yeah so it was cool man i don't know so that was the first time we took that rig on the road so i mean we're kind of like small growing but That was a cool show too, because since it was the pandemic, we got Kid Rock's production guy. Ooh, it, nice! It was all, yeah, because he was free because it was a pandemic, you know. Yeah. He wasn't doing shows.
0: And where was it again? It was in, in on the plateau. It, Cro- it uh, was in Cross, Crossville. Crossville,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. It was at um, yeah at the the Plus location. Which all those production guys live in Nashville, yeah, so, so it was a stones throw for him. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's you know, about the same distance. A little closer for us, but yeah. Um, yeah. So it was cool. We got to meet you know him and his. They, it was like the the monitor engineer and the main engineer were both Kid Rock's like main guys. Really, and they were super cool.
0: Did they walk in wondering where to put the pyro? <sighs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah you would never know they do that such a big gig cuz i mean they're just cool dudes they're humble really? and yeah and they made that system it's a it's a killer system yeah it's not like an rcf have you RCF.
0: have you uh have you guys looked into doing any other uh of your own like outside promotion yeah man kind of bro, that's that's it that's the future really as far as i'm concerned yeah that's crazy that you guys have your hand in so many different things with yeah with open well, board. That's it ha- seems like you're well-rounded to, to take a hit to one of the f- to one of the horizontal you yeah, know parts yeah, of yeah, your yeah. vertical
1: well if you it, well, the, the problem is me as well as the owner are wicked add so we can't just do one thing right like, and we just do a lot of things half ass Does so. yeah does that hurt <laughs> Does that, does that, does that no, it keeps it interesting. you interesting. No, really? no, no, no. I mean, we do. I mean, we like, it's, we always pull it off. I don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm sure we could focus on one thing, but that sounds boring. So when, uh, You to just do one thing.
0: No. You gotta yeah. do all kinds of yeah. things, man. Yeah. It's I'm just you. gotta hustle, man. You gotta do it. The, uh, when a couple of weeks ago, the world's fair Park came up when Alan Sims was here. Uh, and he mentioned that, uh, World's Fair had done a bunch of infrastructure work to get the field going too. the, mm. like where the, where the big stage is. Yeah.
1: It looks good. I was just there really? yesterday. Yeah. Look, it looks, it, out? it looks really good. Yeah. And then they got green rooms at the amphitheater now,
0: which well, is really, huge.
1: yeah. So underneath the actual amphitheater, uh, like bleachers like, or whatever, yeah. underneath there, there's like two giant green rooms, which is huge. Cause now like we can bring in some serious artists that, you know, are wow. part of that. Cause I mean, it's kind of, I mean, Yeah. You kind of need, yeah, that's pretty much number one thing artists are going to recommend is, you know, require. Well, they're, yeah, their writers in the Yeah, yeah, I need a green room, number one, you know, we're going to put all the, you know, the blow. Yeah. (laughs) 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 It's it's not (laughs) going to snort itself. You got to put it somewhere. You got to put it somewhere. I don't know. No, but. I yeah, think so, yeah, I've, yeah, always that, I've always thought
0: <laughs> that – I've always thought that that amphitheater would be great. And, but know, I've always man. thought that if it wasn't completely full, it would be really live, like the, yeah. with, with the concrete. The, the
1: concrete and yeah. then also how that – I'm kind of very how curious to see how we can tune it because it's, it's shaped really odd. Uh, and I've always heard it was a nightmare. I don't know where I heard that, but I've always heard yeah, maybe it was a nightmare just... to mix in there. But then again, I don't know what they've done. I don't know if they just kind of – I don't know. Yeah.
0: And, and and one of the things is when it snowed at Christmas, I was driving by there and uh, I looked and it was all covered in snow. And I was like, oh, it's all white. Like, that's how it's <laughs> supposed to look. But it's got like mildew. Yeah, dude, it, looks and like, like, it looks rough it looks as rough, hell yeah. from the street. I know. You know,
1: they got to get that cleaned up. And I didn't used to look like that. I feel like just a few years ago, it wasn't that nasty.
0: How do you clean that?
1: A helicopter know. and a pressure washer? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, I mean that's 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 a pay grade higher than me, man. That's, yeah, that's. But know. it becomes
0: a bit of an eyesore if it's not it does, pristine. It does, you know what it I mean? It and it's looks such like a beautiful
1: a, space. too. everything else is. is so nice, like the little little stream that goes through it and yeah. the grass. Everything looks so beautiful, and then it's like this giant tent that has
0: brown mold on mold it. Mold and yeah. How many?
1: How, how many? Uh,
0: how many? Uh, how many uh, people can you fit in that venue? Uh, I called her today it
1: was a thousand but she said 1200 so i don't really because the website says a thousand but yeah. then the coordinator says 1200
0: Uh-oh. so she might be i don't know maybe then, she's accounting for the guest list maybe yeah, she's right. saying you can count a th- you can sell a thousand tickets or something. Oh, yeah i don't know <laughs> but then um but I, I really do still think it's going to be a long time before yeah. you fit people that many people that close together yeah i don't know if people are ever going to feel like i know like being that close together again i'm all, like when just when me and sam were setting up today like i was uh you know it's like we're keeping our distance it doesn't yeah. feel right to it be doesn't. in each other's space but mm-hmm. huddled around the camera you know yeah, what I mean? yeah it's kind of it's weird i know i think you're right and so i i wonder if we're gonna have some ptsd from that kind of stuff i think and, i think you're right I don't think. going to shows we're gonna it, it's there's people are already like get out of my space when yeah. you're at a show you know what i mean yeah. so, so is it gonna the next be
1: level too it's right like, oh my yeah
0: But is it going to be even more like, is the, is the small club going to be the one that hurts the most here? Because yes, is Tipitina is going to be the one that loses out because you can't cram (laughs) 200 people in a 100 person venue anymore. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, right. I mean, music's, you know, the music industry,
1: it's all on fans right now. I mean, there's no money in in records. So it's like, if you can only fit and, you know, like say our half capacity now we're at a hundred or whatever, you know, how many bands or niche, just there, they bring just a hundred people, you know, because you can't fifty, you're not making enough money, you know.
0: So it's just it's gonna be well, really. And you tough. think about it too, like let's go back to fish. So let's say fish books, uh, Alpharetta, the yeah. amphitheater yeah. in in, in Alpharetta. Have, those are always Atlanta.
1: like hundred, hundreds, hundred thousand. Like well, they're twenty, twenty thousand. They're twenty or something.
0: twenty, oh, 20 five, but but still like. A lot of that ticket sales goes to pay for fish, which is almost a million dollars a show. It's like yeah. $900,000 yeah. to book them. So now, if you can only, to give people their space, can only sell yeah. half the amount of tickets, like what takes the hit here? Everything. Our beer's $34. Yeah. Now? Right. Everything. Because you know? they got going to make the money somehow. And that, I mean,
1: the artist is going to take a hit. The venue is going to, everyone's going to take a hit. Yeah. Because the venue will try, you know, to meet their demands and then eventually they just won't. They're like we can't do this. So. You know,
0: everyone will. But hopefully it kind of will go back to normal. Do you have a silver bullet for it? Do you have a business model (laughs) that would just like that would work? Because the live streaming thing and putting your Venmo at the bottom, like I'm sure that Mm -hmm. helps people limp by, but it's not sustainable. And it's not I'm not going to go sit on my couch on a Friday night and watch a concert Uh, and, uh, and 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 drop as much money as I would. Yeah, because most of the money comes to beers and all that stuff you're buying there, right? So
1: um, I don't know. So what we're doing, we're experimenting in two weeks where the, there's a band called Tawap the Day who, who are out of Gatlinburg. They're kind of a I don't know Celtic gypsy thing. They're they're cool. It though. Sounds awesome. Yeah, they're 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 cool. They do their own thing. But um, so we're experimenting with this half capacity show Friday night. You can also buy a ticket for the stream. Mm. So it's whatever you're comfortable with. Do you want to watch it at home for 10 bucks or you want to be there for 15 bucks? That, I don't know. That's the first
0: time we're doing it. So yeah,
1: we've never done like a pay for stream yet either. It's the first time we're doing that.
0: Yeah. So I've noticed with the bands that I follow that um, they will never announce a live stream of their show until all the tickets are sold for it until it's sold out Mm -hmm. or until you know, the day before, maybe they'll say, Hey, we're doing a live stream of this show because they're not going to sell any more tickets. Right. They don't want to cannibalize the market. They don't want to say Sammy McAteer, you know, yeah. uh, fish is playing in Atlanta. Do you want to go here by ticket or do you kind of want to go? You can, it, we're going to live stream it anyway. It's only 50 bucks, Yeah, you know, to live stream it. So they, do, I, I feel like they don't want to cannibalize their market by giving people the option to live stream it until the damage has been done with ticket sales.
1: I disagree with that business model. I think it's insecure. I think they don't, I, I think
0: people are going insecure. to go to
1: the show if they want to go to the show and it opens you up to endless amount of fans, right? You can sell, yeah, it's a cheaper ticket, but you can sell it to anybody who has internet access that right. is interested in buying it. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand the business model to me. It's like, trust your music, trust your live show. People are going to ship like a live stream is not
0: close to, it never will be close to a live experience. But I, I don't ever. I don't know that people knew that until now. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, they have to. I mean, people have seen concerts on TV. It's like, you know. Right. But when a concert when live streaming a concert becomes your fallback and it's like, oh man, I'm so glad I got to experience this instead of not. Yeah, yeah. Instead it's of nothing at yeah. all. Yeah. You know? And but you don't really realize I've never put apples to apples and said hey this is not as cool as going to the show yeah. until now when i miss going to live music so much that i have to stream it and i'm like ah yeah and this is cool hanging out in my house and you know couch touring yeah. it up but and it yeah it's also like
1: you <laughs> you can't justify um you know having like 12 drinks like you can't at the show <laughs> at your house
0: <laughs> at your house yeah.
1: <laughs> on the couch just partying away like, uh, like I dude. gotta walk
0: to my bedroom later I can't be drinking twelve beers tonight. but
1: like at a show you just kind of let loose I don't know like and you, I, it's just not to, it's weird it's weird and but, so it's you experience man but, but you then like, yeah. take a date to
0: a show or something there's just so much involved in a live concert it's, it's, well, nothing will ever touch it so for me the ex- the experiential part of shows is so much more than the music so much more than the live performance yeah it's being there it's feeling the person Person next to you watching them dance thinking it's awesome or thinking it's hilarious or whatever yeah or, what, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, or, or the or,
1: guy wig, wigging out over there and you're like holy cow this yeah, is wild or yeah. the
0: conversations you have in the yeah. bathroom line you know like all yeah, that is part of the experience it is and you're like what is going on here and and, and those this, are the kind of ancillary parts of this stuff that I'm starting to realize that I miss of course see and just the live music the,
1: yeah and the weirdness of like live music fans in general and like yes. and it also makes it brings weirdness out on you you know how many times have like you go on a show and you know, say half the group like dresses in a costume or something. Yeah. Maybe that's just because my friends are weird, but
0: you no. know what I mean. Are they, it's the like the boat. weirdness,
1: you know, of it. And you can't pull that off at your right. house. That's weird.
0: I'm not gonna dress because like a, dress like a pirate and hula hoop in my living room. <laughs> I might do it at Red Rocks. Yeah, right. Not and gonna do totally it in my living fine.
1: room. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. I don't. That's why I say it's insecure. It's like, do you trust trust your music, trust your live show, and mm-hmm. you'll be fine. And also opens it up. But then again, if you're trying to play. I'm trying to think like the devil's advocate argument to that. And I was like, if you're trying to play like songs that are really special that you're like releasing or something like that, you want
0: to just give to this one audience or something like that. Maybe that's cool. Yeah. Which I don't know. we forget is a big, a big model for, for people. Mm-hmm. Like they, they cut an album and then they tour to support the album. Yeah. And like, I got to and see they don't that release this album yet.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. They cut. Yeah. Totally. So that's a, you know, exactly. So, but then again, would, the live stream, if you did the live stream with it, would that hurt? I, I don't, you know, I don't know the answer to that question, but yeah, that's I like why I'd I asked if you had the
0: silver bullet,
1: if I had a silver bullet, yeah. I'd be,
0: I don't know, making more money than I'm making or something. Yeah. Well, our wives are, uh, <laughs> our, our wives are, uh, are uh, vaccinated. So, you know, yeah, we're, man. maybe we're one step closer Yeah. to getting back to normal. I know.
1: Right. I know. I don't know if, uh, <laughs> what, like what stage is like the venue marketer, in the vaccine process it's like first responders yeah yeah pt like teachers yeah. like i'm like doorman at I, I, i'm Sambolino. so far down yeah i like see three people a day you <laughs> know like i see what I you're don't saying really, yeah i just yeah, funny, you're, like you're i'll, I'll probably never
0: of priority yeah no no it's just kind of so funny. uh shapiro peter shapiro the uh promoter that does the um what's it called the capital is, is that ben's cousin I don't know. No, it's not Ben's cousin. They've got the same last name. Yeah. I know you're a big fan mar, of mar, his. Mar, mar, mar. Uh no, he's the dude who promo- he uh created Lockin, the festival. Oh, he cool. He did the um he did the, the Well shows, the That's, the Dead and Trey did shows. Didn't know who that
1: was, that but he's yeah. like, I like And him he already. also
0: he owns the uh oh sorry, the Capitol Theater, the Brooklyn Bowl. Yeah, Those dude. Those are all his killer yeah. yeah peter shapiro so he's kind of like the and they the, have one in nashville now. yeah they do yeah. they do have a brooklyn Bowl I, yeah, in Nashville. I, no, I want to see that i guess once we're open again i'll go yeah. check it i out. had some tickets to go see a show there and i had to get the refund because they canceled it back in july bummer but uh he's saying rapid testing rapid antigen testing on the way in there you go you know test test them put them in a bullpen for 15 minutes and Imagine the
1: logistics of that, though, dude. Like, that sounds like, it's hard enough dealing with a fan base. Like, you know, like you open the doors, it's chaos. It's absolute chaos. And you're trying to get all the tickets in. Yeah, Rapid testing these people? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I I mean,
0: I get it, but dude, that's a long stretch. I saw an ad that uh, Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle were doing stand-up. Uh, live stand-up shows in Austin. Some mm-hmm. amph at Stubbs, nice in Austin, and they're doing uh, rapid antigen testing uh, for their crowd before they come. And you're still socially distanced and all I mean, that you once go. you get in. But like that's also like a personal liberties thing. Like, yeah. okay, so now I have to get a exactly swab stuck up my brain yeah, to come yeah, yeah, to come yeah. see a show, and then you know people get paranoid about like, okay, where's that information going? Like Big right. Brother. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah.
1: Bill Gates is gonna.
0: Yeah or do I have Tell to Tell me ha- to walk somewhere I don't know. But anyway, do like, I have to have a uh, do I have to have a vaccine ID in my pocket to make it into a show now? Right? Yeah. So now that's so, crazy. Yeah, you yeah. went
1: down a rabbit hole with that. But well, no, I didn't I,
0: even think about any of those so things. So now you and I now that we know this, we need to get into the uh, manufacturing fake vaccine IDs <laughs> and selling them outside the show so people can get in. Vaccine IDs. Get your vaccine IDs. <laughs> you know. And then just pop up. Pop <laughs> up next to the, the
1: nitrous mafia. Yeah, the, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to, <back> IDs. <laughs> vaccine <laughs> IDs.
0: That's horrible. I oh, love it. <laughs> well, dude, what else we got? What are we missing? I don't know, man. This is... I.
1: We just talk about music. It's sort of like I don't know. But, it's great. Um, I love it. I mean, I say I hate music. I burn out and I hate music. I'm a crumbudgen, but I'll talk about it for hours.
0: Well, and you still do <laughs> a, a good thing, which is you still bring music to the people, and that's yeah. what people need more than anything. And right? Honestly,
1: now. that's really what it's all about, man. It's like whenever I mean, throwing a show actually sucks. To tell you the truth. It's a it's work. Shit, ton of work. Yeah, and everything goes wrong. Tour managers are assholes. Booking agents are everybody's an asshole. They're all from LA. They're like, this is Knoxville, whatever. But um but at the end of the day, man, you look in the crowd and like you just see so much joy mm-hmm. across the board. And it's like F it, you know. Yeah, that's it's it. everything is worth it. It was awesome. Like that's dude, that's the gratification part of it's it. It's gnarly, man. It's yeah. like there's nothing in the world that brings people together like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like nothing. Church, maybe. Yeah. But it's church to some people. So yeah. it's you know, but I don't know. Yeah, man. It's it's it gets gratifying, but it's a ton of work. I mean, it's funny because I'm like trying to throw all these. Sh- I'm like just wanting to throw a show so bad, so bad. And then like I'm so burnt out. Like if you talk to me at the end of some sort of Jack's Terminal stretch that we were doing, you know, where it was like lots of shows, I'd be like never doing a show again, never. Horrible. No, can't wait. Exactly. Can't wait to throw Can't wait something. to get back I know, to can't it. Can't wait.
0: And I and I know.
1: I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things you kind of forget how much you hate it. I I, I can I love relate. It. To I love it. I can I
0: relate it. to yeah. it because. You know, very much like what you do. I mean, what we do is different every Mm -hmm. day. You know, you're in a different space. You're doing something different. It can be stressful leading up to the time that you're doing it. And the work is mostly fun, but sometimes you can lose sight of that a little bit. Um, yeah. But once it's all said and done, there's no high like that. No, no, no. it just feels so good that you just achieved something. The endorphin release is amazing. It is. Absolutely. You You achieve something. And then, yeah, you give so much happiness to so many people. I think it, I mean, for me, it does something for my self worth. I'm like, Oh wait, you created. I am worth a damn. You You are. I just, I just just did something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care what anybody says about you. You're a good guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Will you call me every now and then? And just yell. You're you're a good guy. Tell me that you're a good guy. Um, No, man. I don't know. It's, I think it's totally, it's cool. I don't know. But then again, like, what's the alternative, you know, like white collar welfare, you know, like just working in an office, not doing much, you know, like work, I guess to work from home doing nothing. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Like to me, it's like doing something every day is like different. So it's entertaining. People fit into different buckets. People fit into, people have different tendencies And, and some people like security and, and like to go do the same thing and know what they're getting into. Like accounting. Yeah. I mean but Imagine, that's but thank God for, Yeah, I need we need accountants. Thank they're God great. for that
1: for that type of, of yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, they need it. I am just so far from that. Like, I know I, I can't even fathom. People that accounting. run
0: in our in the industries that we're in and circles that we're in are probably a lot the same way, but it takes everybody. Yeah. It takes, it's a lot like the restaurant biz,
1: man. It's like kind of weird outcasts, you know, that kind of find <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> their way. Yes. You know, there's no Yeah, I don't know. You wanna the trip of a person go into any kitchen in America and you're going to find it's, a lot of
0: crazy, crazy
1: people start talking to the loudest
0: guy in the kitchen. Dude, you will have some stories. Hell,
1: yeah, you will go to the dishwasher.
0: Oh yeah. He'll
1: yeah, have some stories. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's yeah. I don't know. There it's, there's a lot of similarities there. It's just kind
0: of like a little bit of outcasts of society. They don't really fit in. So they have to kind of find their way. I think it's brilliant. It. And I'm so glad to be one of them. And I'm so glad to be surrounded by them. Yeah. You're such an outcast. <laughs> well i mean we're not right no in a lot of ways we're like, not like wrong gluttons. <laughs> gluttons for punishment in a lot of ways yeah 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 i mean people pay good money for that uh, they do <laughs> if it was easy
1: yeah no for punishment i don't know That's true i don't know where i was going there man <laughs> it's getting weird no but uh i don't know man so yeah i mean i love it i love what i do
0: you know trying to i appreciate you doing it and I'm going to I'm yeah. going to take everybody to task and say that we all need to engage with open chord yeah, at man. some point you should. this this year whether it's just stop by and say hey whether it's take that old ukulele over there and get it get, get it worked it done. on yeah. yeah i mean get to show yeah i think it's i think it's a cool place that you guys have built over there and i think that uh, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of value in it for people who may may not realize that there's some value there for them. Yeah, so. no,
1: I agree. Like it's kind of a weird hidden gem, you know, people who, who know about it, like absolutely adore it. You know, when they, they go to the shows, it's all these regulars that come to all, all these shows and, you know, and it's what the funny thing is, man, it's like the best sounding room in, in the town. Really? Like, dude, it, it sounds so good in there. It's crazy. Like, especially if we have like, um, you know, singer songwriter or a folk actor or really anything. I mean, it just, for some reason that, okay. So that building was like an old, steakhouse or something like that. It was some apparently built with steakhouse and it was like the same style. They have all the, I don't remember the chain was some chain. It's already, it's dead now. But anyway, um, yeah. So it has these crazy rafters, and like the material in the ceiling is like super sound dampening. And mm. it just it just how they made this franchise or whatever this yeah. kind of stakeout. just what but they it's happen like, to put in the building. It's crazy. So like you know we're we're, we're good friends with Travis Weirich, who's a big you know he's been on the show. Oh cool he's yeah. So yeah, chair. he's a um, oh Travis Wirek's that here. Oh my god, <laughs> He's record producer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. Um, I don't even know who produced anyway, but. He was like, "Yeah, man, this is how like you'd build a studio." It's, he's like, "Yeah, this is like, it's such a crazy accident that they did these these angles like this and you know these boards like this and this you know this kind of material here and there." And it's like it's literally like a studio would be built just like this. Yeah, but it was totally accidental. Crazy. It's just a dead room. Just yeah, like- kind of, yeah, kind of dead. But there's a lot of there's some liveliness too. Like the floor, you know, it's kind of a like a hardwood floor and there's some brick here and there. But there's a lot of dead space that bounces in the right kind of way you know, you have to talk to somebody who really knows the He probably knows. I bet Sam's like, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) He's like, you're butchering it, you know, but anyway, but that's what I've been
0: told by at least by Travis. He's a good dude. He's a very good dude. He's a good dude. Well, I want to come, I want to come see you. So yeah man not come. invite not inviting ourselves over and yeah dude but, uh, um, me and sam are going to come by and say hey sometime check it out <laughs> trying to see some shows there's uh um, got anything coming up people can buy yeah i mean that
1: 12th of 12th a day is coming up and then how uh, do you say Allie that again 12th a day day. and then ali colleen is playing um i don't know if i'm supposed to say this but it's garth brooks oh
0: my goodness but
1: i don't think i'm supposed to say that i think it's in the contract
0: i think it's is it Chris Gaines' daughter? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I should say Chris that. Gaines I should because I, I was
1: literally not allowed to say that. Okay. But well, if we need fine. to take it out, we will. I, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, what okay. are they going to do? <laughs> Come after me. <laughs> hey, no press is bad hat. press. I know, right? Yeah. I know. It's funny. Yeah. But no, like it's in the contract. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't care. Put, put it on. Well, we'll take, we'll check it out. I'll take him on. Yeah. Cowboy hat and
0: all. And his sexy little body. It is awesomeness. <laughs> Just Dude, thank you for, for coming Sam. But yeah, man. I really this appreciate it. Good time. A lot man. Of fun. I was
1: like, I don't know. I was like, you called me. I was like, why, why do you want me on this
0: thing? <laughs> you do know? know, do you know why? No. I still don't know why. Sarah mentioned it. Sarah. My wife said. She was like. She said, you should have Sam on the podcast. I was like, you're absolutely right. I should. Go. I know. And I that's hilarious
1: because I was like, it was it's surprising. I mean, I do things, you know, I try to do shows and get, entertain people,
0: but I still like, ah. but I it you think it's like a celebrity. It's a great fit. Yeah. It's a good fit yeah. for, we, for we, us to have a conversation. Yeah. I enjoy the conversation. And I appreciate you doing it. And thanks to Sarah for uh, recommending it. There you it. go, man. Yeah. Sarah. Dude, we'll uh, we'll talk soon. We'll do this again sometime. I love it, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks, buddy. Woo! Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for the support on the social media channels and the Patreon. It's what keeps us going. We appreciate it a lot. I appreciate all of you so much for listening. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. No more riots. All right. Come on, Matt Honkinen, play me out.